0: It is Thursday, September seventh, twenty twenty three. This is another edition of baseball today. That is my man Trevor Plute. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, back along for the ride with us. What are you you're dropping stuff already? You're dropping earbuds. You're flipping pens. Are you okay over there?
1: I'm doing great. I've had a great morning. Oh. Drop off was a little iffy for me today. My daughter Isla, she she's a little shy. So there oh. are times where, you know, it takes a little bit to get her off of me and into oh, the uh, no. the classroom, it's sweet. I, I I like it still. You know, I'm not even mad at her. I, I like that she still needs me. Yeah. Because I know one day it's not going to be that way. She's that is like,
0: true. Peace. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I tried to give Brady a hug on the drive out the driveway today. He's like, Dad, I got to run. Let's go. I'm like, don't leave me. Yeah, I know. That's what happened. All right, uh, start with a little tip of the cap to one of our very own here at John Boy Media, Tyler Glass now. Holy smokes, the guy recorded 18 outs last night, 14 via the strikeout to tie his career high. I believe he's the first raised pitcher in team history with two strikeout performances of at least 14 Ks in a single game. I just pray to the baseball gods one day. Give me 30 starts for this guy. 30 because I really would love to see what he could do.
1: I know I feel like people have forgotten just how good Tyler Glass now could be. Like almost one of the most dominant pitchers in all of baseball. Yep. He showed it last night. So yes, I agree with you. I would love to see him stay healthy for a full season. But honestly, at this point, I don't even care. Stay healthy for this the playoffs. Right. In the you know, when the lights come on, I think this guy's gonna be great, man. I just I'm
0: excited to see it. Good dude. So fun. Just turned Wait. 30.
1: Yeah. Wait, what? One more tip of the cap. What? To another pitcher. Jerry Blevins' birthday today!
0: Yay! Are you, are you yeah. sure it's today and not yesterday? It's today.
1: I mean, in, in my phone, it's today, so I think it's today.
0: Well, let's, let's also look could at have it. been
1: yesterday. Yeah.
0: Well, I think I think it was yesterday, but let's see here. Uh, let while we're waiting, but
1: let's check it out. I, I think it's today because in my phone, I have it as Jerry Blevins' birthday today. Oh man,
0: let me see here. Jerry Blevins, oh, no. yesterday. Oh, uh, I forgot. The, I, I was going to text him today. Yeah.
1: Now I got to say, belated.
0: Uh, happy belated birthday our bad bad but tip of the cap to our good buddy
1: one of the only pitchers i like
0: oh stop that you like pitchers stop playing that facade let's get it going with the chicago cubs who have won four in a row they continue their run against other playoff hopefuls they will kick off a home series four games set against arizona tonight at wrigley cubs just one and a half out in the central but my question is this are they even more of a threat to the likes of Atlanta and the Dodgers than, say, Philly or Milwaukee?
1: No, they're not more of a threat than those two teams. But I think, I think, Chris, I think they've kind of risen up maybe into that, that tier. And part of the reason I say that is, well, we know they play good defense. Uh, some of the guys have been really coming on lately offensively. Uh, Say Suzuki's really stepped it back up. I think it's important that he's productive down the stretch run, but also they're getting. Gosh, I'm, I, I think I got the
0: guy's name. It's it's Jordan Wicks, right? Yeah, Jordan Wicks has been great in his three so, starts.
1: So he's made three starts, and and this is kind of what you need, you know, as an organization when you're when you're talking about like let's make it through the season, let's make a a postseason run. You need guys from your organization to come up and and bolster your rotation, bolster bolster your your roster. So. I think with the addition of him and the pitching staff, I mean, that helps so much. Now we're talking about a deeper pitching stuff. Right now you have, you have Justin Steele who might be the NL Cy Young. Uh, you have Kyle Hendricks doing what he does. You add this guy into the mix. Now you're talking about a, a, a post-season rotation that you can dream about. There's other guys in there as well, but I think, you know, he's, he's looked really good in those three starts. You can kind of dream upon that. So, I guess to answer your question, I don't know if they've they're more of a threat than Milwaukee or Philly. I I you know how highly I think of the Phillies and and Milwaukee just seems to find their way, you know, into good baseball. Maybe maybe I'd put them on the same tier as Milwaukee, but I still think Philly I think Philly is going to go on a absolute run in the playoffs. So hmm. they're there. They're they're a legitimate playoff team right now the cubs but your question has me answering it this way because i just don't think they're i'd rather have the phillies in the playoffs than the cubs but i think they're they're rising up my ranks because they've had some guys come. there's another guy too that looked
0: pretty nasty Luke javier, but what about javier Assad who goes tonight great exactly yes
1: um so you're bringing these guys up and that's what you need to do at this time of the season
0: okay so i break it down into this Do you have an ace? They have an ace. Justin Steele has been phenomenal. There are no more questions about him about this year. Zero. He is a guy you can match up game one. No problem. Assad has been phenomenal since they moved him into the rotation in August. I do like the way he
1: pitches, too.
0: Okay. I don't know what you're going to get from Jordan Wicks, but I'll give it a shot. I know Marcus Stroman is throwing out at their complex in Arizona once again. We don't know if we're going to get anything. If it's anything, even just a couple innings, like what you saw the first half of the year, great. That is a weapon at some point that you can utilize in a short series. Do they have a bullpen? I would say yes. Albert Alzale has been very, very good. His K rate as a closer isn't like eye-popping. It's good enough. It's like a K per inning, but his walk rate is very, very low. Something I love. He's got 10 in 61 innings thrown this year. That is a big, big deal. The other part I love is that they have got world champion veterans sprinkled throughout their everyday lineup. We know about Bellinger. We know about Dansby Swanson. Sometimes you forget about Jan Gomes. Like they have some guys that have been through this and can say, hey boys, let's go. Let's let's roll. This is how we do it. I think they're a fascinating watch come October I wouldn't put him ahead of the Phillies I would put him ahead of the Brewers because of their offense because of their ability to do that I know Milwaukee's pitching can be studly really really good and it's exactly what you want in a short series but something about the Cubs man
1: I love the the defensive ability they have there too because yeah you know you talk about postseason games where you know it's a short series so and winner go home so you you know one play could make or break your entire season a lot of the times it's defensively and they got some guys out there that can really go get the ball too so yeah they, they're rounding into more of a complete team than probably we've seen from them all year and dude you're doing it at the right time
0: one other note Seiya suzuki's been killing it hitting about 350 yeah. over the last month and they have two guys that are 20 plus homer dudes uh, you know, in uh, Wisdom and Morel, So they, they got real interesting. Morel's
1: the wild card, isn't he? Like, this oh, guy yeah. could carry a team.
0: And and he also could be one of those guys that goes 0 for 12 with yes. seven punchies in a yes. short series. <laughs> so he's kind of fun to watch. All right, uh, first ever matchup between future Hall of Famers and former teammates Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer didn't exactly live up to the billing. Houston took it to Texas yet again. There's a ball drilled deep to left field. Score four with that one. A grand slam for Jose Abreu. And the Astros lead this game 7-1. Abreu added a three-run shot later. I think they hit like 38 homers in the three-game series. I'm kidding. They hit 16, which is still a phenomenal number. We'll get to Texas momentarily. But this is the crazy shit about baseball. Over the weekend... Houston gets swept by those kids from New York, and you're like, What's going on there? And then they get to Texas for arguably their biggest series of the year, and they're like, Get out of here. Go back to where you're from. Crazy. What's the question? The, the, I'll get to Texas, but I like even just the fact that Houston turned it around that quickly. So weird this sport. It's
1: it's baseball, and yeah, Houston. It's a series. You're talking about a series they lost to New York. Some kids are fired up. You got the Martian there. The, there was a lot of you know interesting vibes going on there, but this is a team that can can do this to any other team in the big leagues, even the Braves, even, you know, the Phillies who we just talked about. So I'm not too surprised that they just turned it on like this. Not at all. Especially if you get a guy like Jose Abreu going in that lineup, which yeah. I called one of my best free agent signings in the offseason. season. Hasn't been that way yet, but well they didn't pay him for the regular season, bro. I mean, they did a little bit, but they'd rather him going now than not ever at all.
0: It's all true. So good for them. I think they 16 homers scored 39 runs and had 50 or 51 hits. It was just a mash unit out there. But we will focus on the Texas Rangers. They're now three back in the division, but they're only a half game out of the playoff chase. However, have you lost total faith in this squad?
1: You know, I hate questions like this. That's why. And I know how bad, how poorly they've played. I believe they've... I'm looking right now. They've won four of their last 19
0: games. They have the is... worst record in baseball since August 16th.
1: Yes. Okay. Great. I understand that. What's the big problem? Your the bullpen
0: sucks. Yes,
1: the bullpen. Has their bullpen ever been a strength? Maybe like right after they signed Chapman, he, he performed well. That was great. But the entire season, their bullpen has been bad. And they've overcome it by... Well, some good starting pitching and their offense. Now, I haven't lost total faith in them because that offense could click back on at any second and kind of make you forget about the bullpen. Now, if their offense isn't going to be what we saw early on in the season and Max is going to get banged around like this and the bullpen's out the way it's been, then yes, I'm out on them. But this hasn't been a strength. Of theirs, like literally not at all this season. And they got off to the start that they got off to because of their offense. Now, again, if their offense can turn it around and start banging the ball around and get back to where they were ones across the board and league rankings in OPS and runs and all that, then, then I think you can figure some things out with the bullpen. Every bullpen goes through bad stretches sometimes guys will get hot this seems like a just it's horrible they'd have like kind of like nobody back there to to close out games but you don't necessarily need that if your offense can supply enough runs. All so right. I haven't lost complete faith I I haven't Chris I what? haven't you're sometimes Chris you're a victim of recency bias. I know they look so bad but every team goes through a bad stretch during the year where, where nothing works. That's okay, what's let me ask you right this, now with though. the Rangers, they could they could turn around like
0: this, man. Okay, but if you're a Rangers fan, when are you comfortable with a score? Are you comfortable if it's five nothing in the fifth?
1: Most days, yes. I know which I know where you're going to go. I know what you're going to right go. now. Yes, most now, days,
0: don't don't give me most days in the fifth because they, I
1: expect my offense to continue to score. Yes. Whew,
0: I don't know, man. I've seen them, there were like three or four straight games where they jumped out to a multi-run lead three, four runs, lost. And in some cases, it wasn't even close. We've talked about the problems with the bullpen, saving less than half of their save opportunities. When your best fucking reliever in a series is Austin Hedges, our guy, (laughs) a catcher, you're in trouble. He's he's like the only guy who threw scoreless frames against Houston. Come on. What is going on here? And now Scherzer.
1: 11% of the season, these last 19 games, 11% of the season.
0: But how do you expect the season to get better when you know that a part of your team is so substantially weak? There's nothing you can do to fortify it. There's a, you know, McHale and Bird and Parrish aren't walking through that door to quote Rick Pitino. Go look at one up. All right. That's always a great one to use. I don't care; it'll last forever. It'll last for generations in sports. That's the point. There's nobody there that they can look on, look down, and rely on right now comfortably. Will Smith, I know, has has done it in a World Series. Aroldas Chapman, kind of done it in a World Series. But they... there's there's guys, the
1: clerk, Stratton. I, I'm just naming names now. I know you're okay. not gonna. It's not gonna change anything for you. But dude, like there's adjustments to be made. These are major league baseball players. They have to figure some things out. And If they don't, Chris, if their bullpen continues to be as bad as it's been, and the offense becomes more of like a, 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 a average or just slightly above average, then yes, this team isn't going to go anywhere. They're not. Do other things. But,
0: you want? I okay. get it. Though. Two other things you want to keep your eye on. Adolis Garcia left uh, last night's game with a bad knee, trying to save uh, Michael Brantley, Homer, from going over the wall. That didn't work out. We'll uh, know more on Friday, it sounds like. And then Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer's got an arm issue. He came out and said as much after the Minnesota start, where he was pulled after 88 pitches. He said, listen, they haven't had imaging done yet. He's relying on the doctors. He trusts them. They say that all he needs is rest, dude. It was flat last night. It was not good. He wasn't sharp, and he's frustrated. You can tell.
1: You so give up it. on the Rangers. You? I'm give not up giving on it Rangers. up. Rangers. You the, give here's up. Here's
0: why I won't give up on them because I want to see them make it interesting going into the last week. That's why. I I think that my my baseball brain would say give up on them. My baseball heart says I want as many teams in this thing as possible. So there you go. Today's episode of Baseball Today, sponsored by these people, Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. We have a new offer out there. You've heard us talk about it. You can get 30% off the custom Jimmy and Jake collab shades. Just use the code JM30. I tried both pair on when we shot floorball recently. I looked great. Above average in both, which for me is amazing because I'm a below average looking guy at this stage of my career, but those shades help add to the sexiness factor. On top of all that, Shady Rays offers a world-class product It's just as good as any expensive pair ever worn. They got the durable frames, the extremely clear optics, and most importantly, every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means on day one, if you lose them, if you break them, Shady Rays will replace them. No questions asked. You can call and have your sob story ready. They ain't interested. They just have your address on file. They'll send you a new pair so you can look your best. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. So head on over to ShadyRays.com. You use that code today. You are going to get 50% off two-plus pair of polarized sunglasses. And while you're shopping at ShadyRace.com, you can get 30% off the limited edition Jimmy and Jake collab shades. Use that code JM30. I've told you countless times, you cannot be as cool as Jimmy and Jake. You just can't be. But you can look as good thanks to Shady Race. I'm wearing a Marlins hat today because they are smoking. They've won six in a row. They've taken the first two from the mighty Dodgers. Now, the bad news. Sandy Alcantara's got a flexor tendon issue. He's on the injured list. Jorge Soler, their solar power source, is on the injured list with an oblique. The fish fried. Let me
1: take my sunglasses off for this one. Um, <laughs> It's going to be hard to replace those two guys. I believe it's Edward Cabrera that's coming up to fill in for Sandy. Did he and... pitch last night? I guess. So, does he? I thought he was, I thought he would come in and, and be, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I am answering all these questions off the cuff today. Okay. Good. I, I think, I, I think that they still have enough pitching to get it done on that side, but Jorge Soler is legitimate, is their legitimate power source for a team that has really no power options. Uh, they're 24th or 25th in home runs. The last time I checked, I, I don't know if they're fried because they play a different type of baseball anyway, but there are times where you need the bopper in the lineup to provide you with those three run home runs uh, or, or, or any sort of extra base hit ability. Uh, I'm not going to say they're completely fried. I, How about this? you're not going to like this at all. And Miami Marlins fans might not like this at all. I believe in the Texas Rangers with how even they're going right now more than I do <laughs> the Marlins wow. without without those two
0: guys. Wow. They're just
1: a big part of the team, bro. If you look up and down the Rangers roster, there's I know the bullpen's a weakness, but there's still some guys there that I think can flip it around. And the lineup is still the lineup, and I believe the starting pitching is still fine there. Uh, with the Marlins, you're taking away their, their – biggest offensive threat like not even close it's 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 him and you know there's other guys that can swing the bat i'm not saying nobody can swing the bat but it's jorge solaire's driving in the runs he's hitting the homers for them i think that's gonna be really hard for them to replace i don't think they can replace it chris whatsoever so what are they are they a half game up right now i
0: had the statistics up i believe that's where they are
1: that's it's it's a tough one for me with those two guys. If they're not going to be back, there's three weeks left in the season. If they're not going to be back at all in this stretch run, you got a bunch of teams right there jumbled up at the bottom, trying to fight for that last NL wild card. That's, it's it's real tough for me. So I will say, the fish are fried.
0: Okay, Solaire, thirty-five homers. Nobody else on the squad has more than twenty. Now Josh Bell has been phenomenal since the trade from Cleveland. And I get it that Solaire's only a one-and-a-half war dude because he really doesn't add anything else. But, man, just the threat of having him and a guy that's won a World Series MVP in the middle of your lineup, that's big. Sandy, shitty first half, running a half ERA lower in the second half. He, was, he wasn't as dominant as he was when he was winning the Cy Young, yeah. but he was way closer to that guy than whatever the hell we saw the first three months of the year. I'm obviously worried about what it means for 2024 as well, but I'm not going to get there. Um, so the, the Marlins are in their toughest stretch of the year. It started this week with the Dodgers. They've taken two. They are at Philly and at Milwaukee for the next seven. They're home against Atlanta. After that, you got four series left, two against the Mets, one against the Pirates, one against the Brewers. So you've got two thirds of those games against teams that are already packing up the U-Haul. Man, if you can get just get through this little stretch of 500, and you're on your way. Now, I'm and not going to say I don't think they get to the playoffs.
1: Okay, so you said official as our chat is pointing out to me, Jake Berger exists. Oh yeah, he Jake does Berger, have 30 yeah. bombs. Okay, Yes. So I'm, he's not the uh, not the only one with 20 homer 20 plus homers in the lineup, or right. 30 plus homers in the lineup. It's I Jake looked Berger at the Marlins well. stats
0: and they put him up right. Not with him since he did a lot of that damage. I Lee. still think the Fisher fried. Yes, you're right. Sorry, Jake Berger. That's my fault. I even talked to you earlier this year and I liked you. That's not my all. Still with all well, that. Josh, I...
1: Josh Bell, I guess, you know, I guess we're kind of missing some people there. I know you have a sour But I don't think Josh Bell's Josh got Bell. 20 homers yet. He's got nine for the Marlins. I know, but I
0: don't think. Okay. He had...
1: Hey. Okay. Let's. I told you it was off the cuff today. Yeah. Okay. So, whatever, I can be wrong sometimes. Yeah, of you got we Josh can. Bell, you got Jake Berger. I know, I told you, you gotta, about you, Josh Bell. You, you, you got to go and you got to step up and you got to take hold of this offense. Okay,
0: well, we'll see. Still Neither think one of fried. us are counting on them. All right, uh, news came down right after the show that we did on Wednesday about Andrew McCutcheon. I, I want to touch on him because he's been such a valuable part of the baseball community for 15 years. He's got a partial tear of his Achilles, he's done for the year. Uh, former league MVP said, Don't count me out. I know I'm turning 37 in October, but this will not stop me from playing next year. So, obviously, he wants to keep playing at this point. He only signed a one-year deal to go back to Pittsburgh. They didn't know what the team was going to look like. Nice run the first six weeks, and then it's been shitsville since then. But on a personal note, he got his 2,000th career hit in a Pirates uniform. And he's now on 299 homers. Do the Bucs have to bring him back? if McCutcheon wants to play another year.
1: I think any team should bring or should want to bring Andrew McCutcheon back for next year. He was still productive this year. It's not, we're talking like this guy's dead
0: or something. I'm t- I'm talking about strictly from the Pirates angle.
1: Of course, especially the Pirates. Especially the Pirates should want to bring this guy back for, look, and McCutch will say this before anything, he can still play. He can still be productive on the baseball field. When guys still feel like they can be productive, or like, you know, he's he's proven that he can be productive at the big league level still. There's, you know, so in that regard, great. But you know what I like to say about guys like Andrew McCutcheon, especially in Pittsburgh, where he just has so much clout. You want a guy like Andrew McCutcheon in your clubhouse on, for a young team to look up to for them to ask questions, for them, him to be a mentor that goes, that'll cause the pirates right now, you know, they're trying to set themselves up to, you know, to have a a window. They're bringing young guys up. They've been at the bottom of the standings. They've been drafting high picks. They've been, you know, trying to hoard talent and then finally get back into the window. That's what all these teams do to have a guy like Andrew McCutcheon to help these guys establish themselves in the big leagues. That's invaluable. So he signed this year a one-year $5 million deal. I don't even know how much value he gave this year. Play right. His play alone is $5 million. Right. Then all the intangibles that he brings to your city, to your clubhouse, to your organization means the world. So, yes, he should be back there. And, again, I don't know if there's another team in baseball that doesn't want Andrew McCutcheon on their team, dude. So, this is not the end for him unless he wants it to be in, but it sure doesn't sound like he's ready to hang it up yet. The 299 thing probably is going to haunt him throughout the off season. But I'd imagine, hopefully this is not something that he
0: requires surgery. Did they say yeah. that? No, we don't, we don't know, know yet. yet? Partial tear.
1: Well, if he can have somewhat of a regular offseason, rest it a little bit, get back in there, 100% I think the Pirates should bring him back. If they have to pay him one year $5 million, that's a no-brainer.
0: Yeah. Well, you start off with him hitting number 300 in a Pirates uniform. That's a big deal. It's a ticket seller. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I believe he plans on making Pittsburgh his home from here on in. I think he's got three kids now. So it's a no-brainer. I would have the discussion if I were Andrew McCutcheon, and if I'm the Pirates, have a big boy discussion. Hey, let's hope that that's the year we turn the corner. We've both been in Pittsburgh a long time. It hasn't exactly been the way it's played out. If things go south, I am willing to accept a trade to a contender. In fact, I would appreciate it if I'm playing well. I think you have to have those discussions on, you know, ahead of time. Because if not, he can offer his services elsewhere to a contender. True. So have some good faith negotiations in that. And let's act like grownups in the room. Okay. Last thing. From a guy whose career is close to the end to a dude who's just beginning, former number one overall pick Jackson Holiday, who has moved through the minor leagues at a blistering pace, just got promoted to the Orioles' AAA affiliate this week. However, that comes with some potholes in the journey, as we found out.
1: Uh, I had to talk my way into a hotel last night. Um, last night? <laughs> yeah, because uh, they don't take... Uh, Check-ins. If you're 19, you gotta be 21. So I had to had to do that. So uh, I haven't had to tie my way into a clubhouse yet, though.
0: Is that here in town? Mm-hmm. How'd you get that sorted out?
1: Did you make a call or something? No, I I, know who I, am, yeah. <laughs> I said uh, he's like, well, what's your guys' situation? Because me and my my fiance and I'm like, I just got called up. Like we just we need a need a hotel that's safe and, and nice. And he's like, okay, sure.
0: Did you say Google me? No, I no, didn't. I like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I I didn't. I just said uh, I just got called up. So. Classy kid, which you expect. Matt Holiday and his wife have raised a very nice family. Um, have you ever uttered the words Google me or do you know who I am?
1: Uh, not in that context whatsoever. No, that's if you, if anyone ever says to Google me, they're they're kind of a loser, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I have Googled myself to show my age at a grocery store before trying to buy some wine or whatever it was, didn't have my ID and they wouldn't sell it. I'm like, first of all, look at me. Like, I don't look like I'm 21. Right. Second of all, I can show you how old I am. And they did. I Googled myself. They didn't Google me. I Googled me. <laughs> and then show them, look, I'm, I'm 37 or whatever it was. I think That's I was 35 cute. at the time or something like that cute oh i i love this kid though i love all his answers although too. he's engaged at 19 okay let's move on i'm not gonna that's go. fine he's he's in love i get it i'm just surprised i didn't know he was engaged that's yeah. pretty early to be engaged i i'm sure they're happy being in love and all that you know i love love
0: i love love yes you do, yes, do.
1: surprised to hear that see rosie
0: yeah i've never done the do you know who i am because i'm when you're a d-list sportscaster in your life that's not you, you don't use that.
1: You're so right ridiculous. Up. The reason okay, you don't say Google me is because everyone knows who you are. Anthony the I Panther. You were like, I don't know if you knew who I was. I said, Panther. Do you, did you know who I was talking about yesterday? He's like, of
0: course. Well, that's nice. He works in the business. So you're so ridiculous anyway, all the guys okay. in
1: our fantasy football league when you I had came no over, idea who i
0: was yes they None. did
1: they just weren't they just they're not going to come up to you like that dude this is la after you left i got a bunch of text messages saying i can't believe you brought chris rose to the nfl fantasy right.
0: football a fucking loser why'd you bring him and your team sucks god he ate so many snacks that's true i was crunching <laughs> through that list my god those little chocolate i don't even know what those were but i had half the bowl it was horrible all right, uh, we are back at it again on Friday. Uh, got a busy schedule, taping schedule. I'm going to see your buddy Kyle Gibson right before I talk to you. Awesome,
1: I'm excited about that! You're I am excited! Great, great, guy.
0: thanks for setting that one up. We appreciate it. That'll be for next week's Rose Rotation. So, for our one of a kind producer, Dan Rourke, the uber talented Google me, Trevor Blue, I am Chris Rose. We will see you Friday on Baseball Today.